I know you trust me, Michael. Have you heard of this thing called the Facebook? No, no, I haven't actually. What okay, is that? well, it's a social media platform, and uh-huh. it may be weird. Wait, hold on. Back up. Social media? Like what? Like what does that mean? Okay. TV's talking to do each other? Do you understand media? Media, yeah, like newspaper, TV, etc. Yes. Yeah. Now, do you understand the social aspect of life? You mean interacting with people? Yes. You mean... So social media okay. means to interact with others through the use of interactive media. What, like if I throw a TV at someone coming down the street? Is that... That's called Twitter. That's called Twitter, okay. <laughs> well, I'm talking about Facebook. All right, what is that? All right, well, I'm, I'm going to get back to the point. Okay. Because <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but that's not what I was trying to say. Um... No, you know the thing where, like, Facebook will be like, hey, here's a post you did seven years ago. Oh, yeah, the memories, yes. Yeah, so I, I got one of those recently, and I don't know, I thought it was funny um, because of how they worded it and what I actually wrote. So Is this, th- like, a post or a picture or something? It's a post I wrote mm-hmm. seven years ago, and Facebook uh, sent it to me, that, and it said, Alex, we care about you and your memories. You share here. We thought you'd like to look back on this post from seven years ago and see how much you've grown and my post is just you won't <laughs> like those are the only two words you wrote you won't oh my god how many people like that check it out none none it just kind of existed it, it, <laughs> it has gotten no attention aside from my myself <laughs> you won't how seven years th- ago that was 2012 12. right yeah a thing that people said at high school at, at my totally high school right. i forgot that was a yeah. thing yeah i, I I don't even know how far it spreads because, like, I've said that to people, like, in the future, like, even at, like, college, and they're like, what the fuck are you – what is – what do you mean? What do you mean you won't? Yeah. It's I like, mean, it's pretty clear. Yeah, you I know. Will not. But it's <laughs> – but it's like I, – I don't know. I've, I've met people who, who say, like, I've never heard that, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. which is weird because it's a pretty – understandable thing but yeah i mean it was kind of like a challenge thing it's like when you tried to sound badass even though you clearly were not badass do it you won't do it you won't yeah yeah i don't know maybe that's a new york thing i don't know i don't know let us know um we have a pretty uh expansive audience around the world let Uh us know if you've if you've ever said to someone you won't unironically yeah absolutely and if you haven't now you can say it to people ironically yeah that's the beauty of it and do it you won't. Is that how it's used? Yes. Is that how it's used? Yes. I did it? Welcome back to <laughs> the Weekly Undertaking. My Hello. name is Alex. I'm Mike. And thank you so much for tuning in this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. This is... I'm going to steal your little ditty. This Do is it. episode 49. Wow. Which means we are one away from 50 and two weeks away from one year celebration. Yes. Which is weird because... I did the math mm-hmm. 30 weeks ago. Yes. And it was supposed to land perfectly on 50. But it did not. And it makes me really sad that it's going to be 51, not even 52, 51. That's just terrible. We could just postpone it for a week. No. What? Yeah, you're right. That's dumb. Because That's... we released our first episode on... July 1st. July 1st. And so our anniversary episode will go up on June 30th yes. because that's the Sunday closest. Here's a fun Easter egg for all of you. Okay. Uh, unlock your phones and look at the artwork for the weekly undertaking. I'm doing the, that right now. The calendar in the background is uh, laid out in the same way as uh, that month of July. With July the, 2018? Yes, where the Sunday is one. Huh. Look at that. And it lined up so perfectly. It, you know, it, the only thing is that that just kind of looks like a grid. 
because you just... It has little numbers on it. Yeah, I know, but it looks like a grid. It looks well, like you just took the upper leftmost box and just filled in from there. But it was intentional. It was intentional. And it was a very lucky time that we decided to do a podcast starting that month. All right. Um, What did you do this week, Alex? Oh, my God. I'm so happy you asked. I've been looking forward to talking about myself. It's all I do. <laughs> That's very true. What is So what, what do we need to know about Alex this week? Dude, this has been like an ups and downs type of week i had a really anxious and and kind of nervous week for realizations i've had about my personal life which is not important to discuss in the podcast yeah i don't give a shit about your personal life thank you yeah but more importantly to everyone listening at least i got to participate in probably one of the simultaneously most coolest and most lame things (laughs) ever and what really, is the thing? Really express my Long Island pride with this one. Uh, <laughs> I got to participate in the first ever annual Long Island Battleground Games, and I wore the T-shirt. He did to it, remember. It's actually pretty badass. It's like a sword, two swords, and a shield, uh, and it just has a Battleground Games Long Island, and it has uh, the the shape of Long Island up on top. Hell yeah! So, what is the Battleground Games, Alex? Y'all know Can Jam. Yeah. Y'all know Cornhole. Okay. But there's more. Basically, the the Battleground Games is the ultimate tournament of lawn and backyard activity games like Can Jam and Cornhole. Okay, hold on. Just want to say, the logo t-shirt design makes us look a hell of a lot more badass than it actually is. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. swords and a shield. It's, like, really well designed, and it's just a bunch of, like, suburban dads throwing frisbees around. Hey, there were also drunk college students. (laughs) You know, yeah, those are the only, those are the two demographics that, um, Can Jam serves. Yeah, well, and there was also a bunch of other games, um. Was there beer pong? There was a game very similar to beer pong, which I told you about earlier. Oh, yes, that's right, you did. Um. But the one game I want to shout out in particular is uh, Tricross, which okay. is a game you can buy right now. Uh, they just came out with an updated set, and it was made by a close friend of the family's. What exactly is Tricross? It's imagine uh, you know the like tiny lacrosse things that like isn't the whole stick, but like it's a handle and then the lacrosse head on top. Is that a thing that exists outside of Tricross? Yes. Okay. I and, don't know it. And but like okay. you, like you have the ball in it, and you flick it, and the ball goes, and it's really easy to curve. Oh. 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 Yes. Yeah. No. No. I do know what you're like. I don't know what, what it's called. About. But Tricross takes those and puts it puts it into a game. So it's mm-hmm. like imagine like a Quidditch uh, type setup where it's like two sides, and there are two big poles with like three nets, right. and uh, you take turns with your opponent on the opposite side, uh, trying to get the ball through the net. And it's very difficult, but man, is it exciting when you get it in, <laughs> finally. Um, and we sucked at the tournament, which was a little hurtful because... Who did you do it with? Uh, my father. Oh, okay, cool. No, we were the ultimate uh, average, uh, just regular-ass team. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sucks because uh, I am nationally ranked in Tricross. I'm number six in the world. You're kidding. Yes. Wow. No, I'm not kidding. I, I meant to say. Yeah, that's very impressive regardless. And the reason I'm nationally ranked is because there was only ever one Tricross tournament that I participated in. And how many people participated? There was it was actually like a good like 30 people. Oh. Oh, so, that's pretty good then. Yeah. I was going to I thought it was like a out of 8 or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, and my dad I, my dad's like fourth, I think. That's... Um so we were really we were really like into Tricross. But Can Jam and stuff like that not so much? No, no. Can Jam 
Yes, at least yesterday, Can Jam was our jam. Really? Yeah, Tricross we just uh, did not do well in. Mm. We just, it just wasn't our day. Can Jam, we were uh, killing it. But basically, I bring up this long mantra of just a whole spiel of things that aren't important. Yeah. Because I wanted to tell you about how we lost um, in the Eliminator round. Oh, I love failure. Me too. It's yeah. all I ever do. <laughs> so, okay. This, uh, you, you know the rules of Can Jam, right? Yes, you throw a Frisbee and try to get it into a trash can. Yes, and you know, uh, well, I won't, I won't tell you the, I won't go into more rules because I might lead where this is going accidentally. Okay. But, um, we made it into the elimination round after like four hours of playing. Mm Mm-hmm. And we faced off against a team we had played before, and it was best of three red, uh, three games. They picked the first, we picked the second. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, Spinner picks the third. So they picked the first. Spinner? Just like a random... Oh, like a Wheel of Fortune kind of thing. Okay, cool. So the game they picked, uh, they won. And then the game we picked, we won. So we were tied. Yes. And the third game was Can Jam. And uh, this team was not particularly good at Can Jam, but my dad and I, you know, we... We we got that we got that ebb and flow. You, you you got you can smack a frisbee. You can get it into a can. I'm yeah. You can make it. Make yeah, it, bro. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, bro. Really good. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So we were about to win, as one does. And then the dude on the other team just slots it and takes the auto win from us. Oh fuck that! It was crazy. I couldn't even be mad because I was so tired and I wanted to go home anyway. That is bad. But like, okay. So as you as you mentioned, the the rules of Can Jam are like if you slot, there's a little. For those of you that have never played it before, uh-huh. if there's anyone that has never played Can Jam before, um, there is a little slot cut into the trash can, and if you throw the frisbee through the slot, which is very narrow, it's very hard to do, and most people don't even go for it because it's like a hail mary. It's it's dumb. Yeah, you can't. It's very rare that anyone ever slots it, but if you slot it, you automatically win because of how difficult it is. Yes. Um. So that is, I mean, I always hated that because I never know what I'm doing, and I've <laughs> slotted it like three or four times. Of course you have. But that, like, given how many times I've played Can Jam, like, if you roll the dice enough, you'll it, get it. You're gonna get it once or twice. I think I've only slotted it once, really? which was awesome. Was it at this tournament? No, oh, I, I, I was just like at a friend's house, and we were losing like twenty zero. Yeah. I think that um, the best can jam throw that I've ever seen is I was playing in my cousin's driveway with my sister, and my sister takes the frisbee and she's very athletic in many different aspects like she's great at softball she's great at track and things like that but she cannot throw a frisbee to save her life (laughs) and she threw the frisbee and it didn't go through the slot no she threw it in such a way that it went very high up and went uh, like went through a basketball hoop that was standing a good 15 (laughs) feet to the side and it was the most impressive shot i've ever seen that we just gave her the next three rounds just because that was so well, bad. Was, was it like an accident? It though? was totally unintentional. That is hilarious. She just missed it entirely. It she was missed great. it so horribly that you end up being more impressive. That is my favorite way to do things. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, but enough about sports because this episode is about the internet. Yes, the exact opposite of sports, actually. Yes, but first, how are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, it's a fine week. Great. That's it. All right. Internet. Yeah. YouTube. Yes. YouTube. So, uh, what was the official name of the challenge this week, Alex? Hang on. I keep... This... You keep crumbling up the challenges. We well, need those. this one I didn't rip. I just uh, folded it up. Mm-hmm. It's called Like, Comment, and Subscribe. Watch seven new YouTubers uh, during the week and review them. Now he ripped it up. That was a rip. I, I don't think we caught any audio of that. That is... It's a very tiny it's slip a very of paper. Small... Uh, that 
We would like to apologize to our headphone listeners. Uh, I'll fix it. <laughs> I, I took a big piece of paper and and exaggerately over exact. I know they I think know. They can I'm it just out. trying to hey, I'll paint the room. <laughs> uh, yes. So the way that we did this is um, so. YouTube in general is very interesting because we mentioned media before at the beginning of the show. I yes. don't know if that was intentional or not. Sure. Uh, okay. Um, but it's different than uh, t- TV and newspapers and things like that because anyone can participate, which is a thing of th- across all social media. But I think that YouTube was the er- felt like the earliest. I don't know if that's actually a fact. It's up there. But it has the – I will say it has one of the most distinguishable cultures yes. of any uh, – yeah, across any social media platform. And there's so much content on it. I mean, it's trying to break into streaming, but I don't know if that's actually doing very good. I, I heard that they're de- demonetizing their premium stuff on there. Uh, What's so premium? Uh, it was like professionally made television shows for YouTube with YouTubers. Oh yeah, that's that's like the um the YouTube Red. Okay, I yeah. heard they're uh they're taking off the paywall for that, which is good. I mean that would be incredible but because apparently, yeah, people don't like to start paying for something that used to be free. Well, that's the, that's, that's exactly the, the thing. It's like, like it's like if you started out like they came out with Netflix and they're like it's free forever, and then like a year later it's like it's ten bucks a month forever. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I mean, sure, the YouTube um, shows, I'm sure that they're very well made. I, In particular, I've heard many positive things about the show Cobra Kai. Which I've on heard YouTube, right? it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so I want to check it out. But the problem with it is that YouTube in, it's, in itself is a platform that's free that anybody can participate in. So to have extra stuff that's on a paywall, it, it, it makes people like sigh a little bit well it's just against their business model it's against what has worked up to this point mm-hmm. um but we're not business experts we're not here to criticize youtube no they're doing fine they're doing way better than anything we will ever make <laughs> um and this might is this still, do we still put our podcast up on youtube oh yeah about that um we don't have time to do that anymore so sorry that's, that's valid that's why that's that stopped happening but, for youtube listeners but for a very long time um i think like eight or nine months, we had our podcast uploaded to YouTube also. So we were a participant in YouTube. Yeah, um, but now, you know, that's taking a back seat. We're focusing on the podcast. We've got big, big plans coming up in the future (laughs) for our uh, podcast and just how we entertain you. Yes. So look forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. But Um, but for now. Yes. uh, We are millennials so we do watch a good bit of youtube yeah i think they're i think gen z watches more youtube than we do yeah but um but i'm, I'm youtube def- is killing cable television yeah for sure. i'm definitely all about the youtube uh mm-hmm. watching yeah. yeah so the way that we did this is we recommended each of us three um channels for each other to check out yes three youtubers and uh then we discovered four independently on our own yes so uh i guess we'll go through the recommendeds first right yeah Okay. Um. So, I I think I I don't know how exactly we should do this. Mm. Um. I do want to like talk for like maybe like a just like a a quick few sentence review for each one of them. Okay. Uh. Just just to, you know, to to plug them. I guess. Uh, all right. Not like any of them really need it. Yeah, because we didn't really go for any video. At least I didn't go for any videos that had like. 10 views on it or anything like that. No, because it's tough because you can't even find those videos without, like, really trying to find them. Because YouTube algorithms suck. Yeah, they're good for the people who already have a lot of uh, Mm -hmm. subscribers, which is the one thing. It's really hard to break through on that that, uh, channel. It's just hard to get up there. 
Um, but regardless, um, okay. So, I mean, yeah, a few sentence review, but like, at least for the ones that I gave you, they were channels that I really like. So I do want to, I do want to discuss a little oh, bit. Oh, no, of course. Same, same, same. Um, so do you want to, do you want to start or shall I? Yeah, no, I'll start. Yeah, okay, cool. Whatever. Fucking, Fucking yeah, sure. All right. Listen, I don't want to talk. All right. Um, well, I'll, I guess we'll start with Phil DeFranco. Phil DeFranco. Right. Okay. Yes. What were your thoughts on him? So, Phil DeFranco. I I don't think he has the accent in his name. Well, I'm giving it to him. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, Phil. Now it's now you're classy. Yeah, so he's a guy. He is. And he makes videos. He does. And the one which one did I see? Um I saw the most recent uh video that he had released. Mm-hmm. Um I think he released it on Friday. Okay. I'm not sure exactly, but um basically he talked about uh how uh, the media is changing and uh, interactivity in uh, in uh, film uh, is is evolving and changing the uh, aspect of, uh, of 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 fuck you know yeah you feel that I do I do yes absolutely um so wait maybe I see different videos than you do because I mainly see him on my YouTube recommended page the ones that I see is him breaking down the news. And things like that, like news stories. So, does he do videos beyond that? Because I haven't seen any beyond that. If there, if there are, is well, this a video essay? Kind he of said thing? in the video, beginning of the video that I <laughs> saw, he said he does like random shit, like on Fridays. Oh, maybe that's what I what. what so okay. he went through like a bunch of things then, and like kind of talked about the choose your own adventure genre. Mm. Um, oh, because of Bandersnatch, right? Yeah, that's that's one of the talking points that he had, and he uh, he expressed a concern that. You actually expressed a long time ago on this show mm-hmm. about a fear of uh, that that becoming overtaking standard television, right? Which he thoroughly said, and he he also uh, credited a source who also said this that he doubts it will ever even come close to being the norm. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely should be uh, expressive uh, interest in in trying to expand on this because he he broke down. And this is what I found really interesting, that interactive uh, shows have a much more, uh, a much higher attention rate, obviously, Mm, because you have to actively choose things. It's like, like you could have a TV show playing in the background, Mm -hmm. but like you can't have a video game on when you're doing something else. No, you can't. You have to actively sit down and pay give all your attention to it right you have to push buttons and things like that otherwise so, mario won't go anywhere making the viewer a part of uh of the of the film or the video um gives them more attention that's something he also said advertisers are starting to catch up on and they're mm-hmm. ma- making like more interactive ads now right to make uh people uh like uh like watch them more right he broke it down in a very smart way that i can't (laughs) he is he's been on youtube for a very long time i don't know when he got started but um i have always been very impressed by his videos that i've seen of his like i say mostly it's him breaking down the news cycle and uh different opinions on different topics and things like that but he does it in a very very intelligent way so um yeah he's got very similar thumbnails which is hilarious does he really let me see look at these oh yeah these are near identical but i i I dig it yeah (laughs) and he makes the different you know what else is funny that i learned well apparently if you make like a like a weird expressive face in your in your thumbnail people are more likely to click on it well that makes sense 
It does, but then like I I see thumbnails now and I see like a guy like making a weird face and I'm like, well that's just like it feels just it makes me sad now because it's like oh it's, it's just fake. for the cl- it's just for the clicks exactly it's just for the clicks Alex everything is just for the clicks yeah nowadays. I know okay but still I don't want brings you down I just wanted to blow your mind okay well so Phil DeFranco thumbs up thumbs down. In between? Thumbs up. We'll Great. watch again. Okay, cool. Do one. All right. You do one. Um. Oh, I was... You recommended to me Tucker Got. Yes. Which, oh my god, is that cool. Don't I want... I want that guy's life. So awesome. <laughs> so, just uh, for those of you that don't know Tucker Got, you need to check him out. But what he does, he's not like a standard YouTuber of sitting in front of a camera and talking for a while. No, he's just like, hey, I'm gonna fly to to an island, so yeah. you guys should could watch me fly. He, like, sticks a freaking GoPro on his head and takes out his paramotor, which is a cross between a hang glider and a plane, I guess? It's a, yeah, it's literally a free-flying vessel that is just a single, it's like... Uh, it's like a real man budget Iron Man type suit. Sure. It's a way to fly around without, like, being in a plane or a helicopter. You're very solo and exposed. You're just in a chair. Yeah, in a chair with a gigantic fan taped to the back of you, which, again, like, should not work. Like, it doesn't make sense that that's actually how people Hell, fly. Hell, it works. I, I just, every time, like, I'm just like, I just want to be amazed. I'll just, like, watch one of his videos and just be like, I really want to do this. Like, he flies <laughs> over farmlands. He does. I be- think he lives in a rural place. I don't know where exactly. The video that I watched was he and his friends flew out to an area and watched a building explode, a, a building oh, get demolished. Cool. And it was it was so cool because you could see, first of all, you was incredible, but, like, you could see the building explode from such a high point, which you will never be able to see from the ground. And it was just, it's so badass. The, f- <laughs> the first one I saw of his was uh, he just flew to McDonald's. <laughs> Um, That's awesome. So it was like a 10-minute flight, and then he landed in a, a place nearby, and then he just, like, like you know, folded everything up, put it to the side, and walked in. And everyone was, like, looking at him, like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> he gets, like, a, a Big Mac, and he walks out, and he just takes off. <laughs> it's like, damn. I freaking love that. I he, mean, the video that I watched wasn't funny, but it didn't have to be. It was so damn entertaining. No, he's not a comedian, yeah. per se. He's just, like, a, he's just like this is my life, mm-hmm. and it's fucking interesting, and I know it, so here you go. Here, Watch it, and I will watch. That's a video that I will continue to watch, because um, I watch some educational videos. I don't think I sent any to you. But I do, I, I mentioned this in passing, I think, last week, that I watch a lot of uh, informative videos. But this, uh, even though it wasn't educational per se. It's just awesome. Added something to my life. Like, it added an experience that I never would yeah, have had otherwise. right? It's crazy. So it's fucking dope. I love it so much. Um, yeah, Tucker <laughs> God, check him out, because all of his videos are badass as yeah, hell. Yeah, I'm glad you liked that one. Yeah. So, who else do you make me see? I watch you... Oh, yeah. Foolish Baseball. Yes, I, this is my favorite baseball channel. Yeah, which is why, you know, you recommended it to me because, you know, I'm such a huge fan of baseball. Well, I thought, okay, <laughs> you know what, I'm just going to let you go and I'll, no, t- I'll me, explain me, my reasoning for it later. Let me talk about it. Yeah. The setup and delivery of this baseball channel is something I can very much appreciate. Mm-hmm. It's a channel about baseball for people who are already very informed about baseball. Right. And I was able to pick up on a few things just by watching one of his videos about a uh, certain player who's, you know, I don't remember. You don't remember the name? No. Okay. He was from the Angels and he's really slow. Oh, probably Boar. Probably Justin Boar. 
maybe i don't know if we'll, we'll um regardless but he was talking about like uh like speed differences and uh the reasons as to why he has slowed down over his career oh no you're talking about albert pujols who's a hall of fame player i'm sorry but go on. i've it. seen that video but yes go on yes and it was very interesting and it went at such a speed where i was like i was able to comprehend things but like in the beginning he's like i want you to take a look at this play and tell me what's wrong with it and i was like <laughs> nothing looks wrong with that it looks fine and then he broke it down and i was like all right there's like a bunch of subtle little things that happened like the uh the short stops uh or was the second baseman one of them uh paused before throwing and was still able to throw them out mm-hmm. it should have been the other person because they had a better arm um but it didn't matter because of the lack of speed in this uh player which we will dive into it was very professionally made, and I understand completely how someone who's, like, into baseball would absolutely love that channel. Mm-hmm. And the reason I suggested it to you is um, because so many people complain that baseball is boring, and I can – even though I am passionately – I passionately love baseball. I understand why, where that's coming from. <laughs> but Foolish Baseball does a great job of breaking down, number one, the technicalities and the subtleties so that you can see everything that's going on, yes. even when it's a small difference. And number two, it some of his videos, not the one that you watched, tell the story of baseball. Interesting. Like he did an entire 20-minute episode breaking down the uh, – uh, MLB debut of Steven Strasburg, a great pitcher for the Nationals. Cool. So I thought that that would be a very good and very interesting thing for you to see. But yeah. Nice. I, I, I do appreciate it. And now I I feel like I understand more why people really like baseball. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of technicality stuff that's below the surface. Yes. Um, where if you're like watching and paying attention, you can understand the, uh, the, the small devices and like legitimately manage to understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't. Okay. Well, but I understand. Probably won't watch it, but that's just because I'm I'm not a baseball man. Okay, uh, that's completely fair. I just but wanted, yeah. I, I'm glad you showed me that one because it was cool to get out of in comp- into a completely different area of YouTube that I've never even once seen. Okay, interesting, awesome, and so, I hope that screws up your recommended uh, list forever. Maybe it will. It probably will. All right. Um, the next one that I'll discuss is um. Scott the Waz. Ah, yes, a uh, an up and comer in the gaming uh, YouTuber. Is he uh, really? Is he yeah. up and coming? Yeah, I think he's almost at a million. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Good for him. Um, check him out because he is, he's a review boy. He reviews video games and game systems and things like he that. He talks about just he has a video just about a subject in gaming. Yes. Uh, sometimes it's a game system. Sometimes it's a video game. Sometimes it's a the experience of buying from the game store. Um, I didn't watch that one, but I saw that come up. It's a, it, that's a good one. Okay. Well, regardless, he's not only is it an in-depth uh, look at what the thing he's reviewing is, uh, it also is very funny. He's a funny dude. He's very charismatic. I, I, every time I see him, I'm like, that's kind of like a Michael-type humor. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very fun. It's not like laugh out loud, but it's like, wow, it, I love it. It's kind of dry, but it's just entertaining. It keeps there was, you engaged. There was one where he was like... Uh, talking about like the like uh like viral games and i think he he started off with like and i'm just six swipes away on my v card from being a certified virgin (laughs) nice and then he's like i gotta play more fortnite because of that yeah um or something like that fantastic listen scott lawaz is awesome um he's a cool dude he's really really funny i watched him yeah Sorry, go on. Oh, I, I was just going to say, the video I watched was him breaking down that really old video game that no one liked, We Play. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, the the I've seen that one. The sequel to Wii Sports that no one asked for and no one ever wanted. Um, I have that game. Do you? Everybody freaking has that game. Because they wanted the extra Wii remote. Exactly. And that's exactly the point that he makes. And he breaks down all the games keeping that in mind. And it's it's very entertaining. So check him out if you're into uh, funny reviews. Yeah. And he's only 21. Oh, so he's got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, he looks younger. Yeah, he but does. But so do we. Yeah. Um, but he's it, younger it, than us. It just surprised me that he's at an age where it's like, okay, no, he's... Really young, but just, like, it's clear he knows exactly what he's doing, and he loves it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's enjoyable. It comes from a true passion that is respectable. Yeah. And uh, what's the last one that I recommended to you? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, the Vlogbrothers. Oh, this one is actually very close to my heart, so I want to hear what you have to say and about it. And apparently this one is, the Vlogbrothers are just all around, like, pretty big. Yes, they, they were very, uh, they started their vlog towards the beginning of YouTube. So they they've been around for a while. They got a lot of a yes. lot of subscribers. Now, the first thing I'd like to say uh about these this channel. Mm-hmm. And it's a compliment that I usually don't like to give because I like long videos. Mm-hmm. But like I really enjoyed the quick snappy nature of most of their stuff because mm-hmm. like I felt like it's like, oh, 3 minutes passed and I learned a lot of things. Yes. Like mm-hmm. very very quickly. And that was very, uh, very interesting. I learned about, um, uh, like, what is it? Wage theft. Yeah. Okay. That that's mm-hmm. like the one that stuck out to me, where like he compared, uh, wage theft to like some of the gr- biggest like uh, thefts and crimes in history. Was that? Do you know if it was Hank or John by any chance? I don't know. Okay. Either of them. He was blonde. That was Hank. That was Hank. Yeah. There you go. The re- the reason it's... It... Oh, yeah, because he said hello to John in the yes. beginning. So the, the story of Log Brothers, which is really kind of entertaining, is um, John Green is actually a very popular uh, young adult novel- novelist. Yeah, he wrote The Fault in Our Stars. He did. He wrote Looking for Alaska, Fault in Our Stars, uh, Turtles All the Way Down, a lot of different things. Uh, but when they moved away from each other, they started the vlog kind of as a way of communicating. Like they would, so at the beginning of everything, it's good morning, John, it's Tuesday or good morning, Hank, it's Friday or, or whatever they do. And then at the end they say, John, the uh, John, I'll see you on Tuesday. Cool. Yeah. The super Carlin brothers do the exact same thing. Do they? Yes. I don't know who those are. They are like, there's like the super Disney and Pixar type, uh, channel where oh. they have brothers who live far away and they. Start every episode by saying, hey, brother. Nice. Interesting. I like, I love that. Yeah. But yeah. So they're cool guys, too. And that they, that actually reminded me of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just because I've seen them first. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I've never heard of them. But uh, yeah. good channel. Very informative. Mm-hmm. And I can see myself putting on uh, one of their videos when I literally have, like, a few minutes. Exactly. To, to learn some facts. Normally, their videos are somewhere in between, like, three and five minutes. Yeah. Which maximum. is great. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, the only thing I other also want to say is these people are also in charge of. Have you ever watched any of the Crash Course videos in high school? No. Uh, I'm surprised at that actually. They do Crash Course World History, Crash Course English, Crash Course Science. I mean, maybe I did. I don't. Yeah. I don't pay attention in school. But regardless, I didn't. It's a great study tool, and also if you just want to learn about a subject, watch their videos. Neato. Um, and also John Green has a really great podcast called The Anthropocene Reviewed. So Ooh. I'm plugging that podcast, not because I know him personally, but because it's a badass podcast. You Dude, should check it out. John Green, come on our show. <laughs> Alex, I kid you not, he I would 
I don't know how I would react to that because I would I I've been watching these people for years and loving every single thing that they tell because everything every one of their videos even the boring ones has like a small nugget of wisdom in there. Well, dude, you so. know what? That's same about us. You know, we're very smart, but in the the stupidest way possible, and that's beautiful. <laughs> they're they're smart in a very sm- a much smarter way than we are. <laughs> but yeah, all right. That's oh wait, do I have one more? Yeah, thing you do. Okay. Uh, I don't remember who it was. It was Full Fat Videos. Oh, that's who it was. The video essayist. The video essayist. And uh, I watch a lot of video essays. I haven't come across theirs before. But that was a very, very interesting video essay. It broke down uh, the USS Callister episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yes. I actually haven't seen that one of theirs. Oh, really? I got into them uh, because they did a ton of Marvel stuff before Endgame, Mm. where they broke down each individual character brilliantly. Like, over the course of a few hours for each character. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, before Endgame. And mm-hmm. when I'm at work, I'm looking for, like, long things that I can just listen to. And sometimes I go on YouTube when mm-hmm. I'm not into a podcast. So right. video essays are really great because you don't have to watch them. But And also, it's it video essays are, like, normal essays. Add a level of appreciation for what's actually happening. Yes. I will say, too many video essays use the stupid VHS effect. What do you mean? Like, you know, like, when you start a video essay, like, it'll have, like, the click and the, the screen, like, kind of buzzing a little bit, and mm-hmm. then it, it adjusts to, like, the actual film uh-huh. as, as, like, an effect, as, like, a nostalgia trip. Right. Okay, it was cool when, like, two or three people were doing that, but now every video essay <laughs> uh, channel does that, mm-hmm. and it annoys me. Okay. And it makes me mad. Well, Stop being a cliche. No, just just make Just teach me things in a fun way. Video essay. Yeah, and the thing about uh, this video essay in particular is not only – it didn't stay with the USS Callister episode, which was a brilliant episode. It was great. It was uh, – I, I don't know. Do you watch Black Mirror? Yeah. Fifth season just came out recently, actually. Yes, I haven't watched it yet, but Me I neither. really want to. Me neither. Uh, Anthony Mackie's in an episode. I saw. Yeah. Um, so we'll review that probably next week, uh, but maybe. We'll see. But they took a broader step to talk about how there's a lot of people complaining about tonal um, inconsistency. Yes, in a lot of different things, and they broke down. They used USS the USS Callister episode to kind of talk about how tonal inconsistency isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can be a blending of tones, which uh, adds something to the actual. Um, uh, work as a whole hmm. so i really appreciated that as a nerd for all things uh you know movie tv slash i mean i was an english major so i really appreciate the analysis oh yeah no you're like a super nerd yeah I, I i love that about you yeah thank you i'm only like a like a like a mega nerd i'm not super nerd. <laughs> it's it's a very fine line but we have a very diverse cast in nerd culture here we have super nerd and mega nerd yeah. like two the two like upper tiers of nerd the, the two two white nerdy guys but i am the superior white nerdy guy yes. so i will i will take that thank you very much no you're welcome I'm, i will never argue with you about that bow the fuck down anyway uh really good video really recommend full fat videos because there are some shitty video essayists and these are not them so yeah check them out. so now we have that that's the three that i saw and the three that you saw that we recommended yes. to each other yes now we each had four more mm-hmm. and i think we should take just a little time for each one to to go over yes and um, why they are good or bad yes okay uh i'll do one first you do it great um all right I'll start with Nexpo, N-E-X-P-O. Okay. It's short for Nightmare Expo. Interesting. Okay. And it's a channel about uh, horror stories, both real and uh, a few not real. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think his specialties, his best episodes, are about horror stories that involve the internet. Okay. Um, like, you know... Like uh, creepypasta? No. Like, true stories about things that have happened over the internet, or... Oh, so it's a true crime thing. I, I don't I don't know if I'd call it true crime. Okay. Because, see, the thing about a, a lot of the, the things he covers, it's like... The experiences were also shared through the internet. So, mm. like, it's like he always has to, like, leave it out where it's like, this could be fake, but there are oh. crime records to back this up potentially. Mm. Where, you know, he never – he leaves the door open for both cases. But um, the stories that are told are and are reviewed are, are very interesting. There's a very famous 4chan story called Alex from Tennessee, which mm-hmm. is brilliant. And he goes over that – amazingly actually i'm gonna double check and make sure that was him and not someone else really quick because i don't want to be giving this guy fake credit well regardless i mean that sounds like a really really interesting idea and i love that because <laughs> i mean we've gone over this i'm a huge horror fan uh you were less though so i'm surprised that you enjoyed no this i was super as... into it okay. he has a he has a sub series on this channel called disturbing things from around the internet mm-hmm. like he went over the um uh the the accidental uh, nuclear warning that w- happened in Hawaii a few oh, years ago. Oh, yes, I remember that. And, like, he he, t- he found videos of, like, people, like, Running. filming themselves, like, saying, like, if you found this, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was one guy who was just, like, solemnly, like, at least I get to spend my final moments playing golf, doing what I love. And he just said goodbye to his family in such a beautiful way. And it's like, that wow. harrowing. Dude thought he was going to die. Yeah. Um. I, um... I don't. I don't. It's uh, almost like it, that. Oh, I'm what? sorry. Real quick, he did do. A, he did cover uh, Alex, from, Alex Tennessee. from Tennessee. Okay. And that story, you just gotta look that story up because it's fucking scary. Okay. It's it's crazy. Now I know what YouTube video I'm going to watch immediately after I go home. No, go look up Nexpo. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, special shout out to Mr. Nightmare, another YouTube channel that's very good about uh, internet related horror. Okay. And. Uh, Basically, the the main takeaway I took away from both of those is I'm never going on Craigslist. <laughs> That's a good rule of thumb regardless of yes. anything because that is never. a terrifying website. Never going on Craigslist. Never. So, That's where the creeps hang out. And this is the internet. So if you're a creep on the internet, like – that's saying something. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. There are a lot of dangerous people out there, so be careful and be smart. There certainly are. Never Anything else you want to say? No. Sorry. Never give away your address. No, don't dox yourself. Address in the description. <laughs> yes. If you're not a murderer, come hang out. Yeah, you know what? We want to know our fans. Yeah. Um, so my next guy is a guy named Drew Lynch, uh, who is a stand-up comedian but posts a lot of his clips from his show on YouTube. Um, he is a fantastic comedian. Um Cute. But what's unique about him is that his uh, channel doesn't necessarily have his his stand-up bits, like his, his uh, routine. I have yet to see an actual joke that he has written. Instead, he just posts uh, heckler to, um, hecklers in his show and, like, those kinds of interactions. Cool. And he has a way of audience interaction that, first of all, you can't teach that. Even the best comedians don't necessarily, like stand-up comedians, don't necessarily have a great ability to uh, work a crowd. He's just got it. He's got it. And what's also really interesting is he's got a um, he's got a stutter, and he does he does talk about that a lot um, because of an accident that happened when he was young. But he works through it so well, and it's it's freaking awesome. So check out Drew Lynch, hysterical comedian, great, um, yeah, really good at just generally kind of dealing with crowds and stuff. So. I dig it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Next up, I'm going to talk about Team Edge. 
Team which Edge. is uh, sounds a, like a what I would call my group of friends in middle school. In a way that I could describe them, they're like Dude Perfect, but a little more nerdy. In the best ways. They do things like make and play giant board games. They make giant okay. forts. They okay. play real-life D&D. Mm. Um, That's just called LARPing. Well, like, they made, like, they make, like, a big board. Uh, and, I like, see. acted like they were the pieces. Ah, okay. Mm. Um, but my favorite thing that I've seen of theirs recently is uh, they do, like, these weird little challenges where, like, they each had 200 bucks and they had to go buy materials to build a makeshift boat. And it has to survive a number of tests that the other members get to attack while they're on the boat. I dig it. And they're just like, it's like, it's just a group of like, used to be frat type guys. Like, you know, <laughs> those types of guys, like the, mm -hmm. the bros. Yes. And they're just hanging out doing these weird like type things. And they're just fun. And like, they're, they're more wholesome uh, than like the dude perfect uh, uh, guys. I think mm -hmm. I feel for. Uh, other things it's just like dude perfect guys are the guys that just shoot basketball they do stuff, like right? they just do gnarly trick shots yeah which is great Good and, for they're, them. and they're yeah. huge but like these guys just like they just seem like you know best friends mm -hmm. not that i'm saying the others aren't yeah. you know what i'm saying i like team edge because they're they're dweeby yeah as well as like super college bro i love they, it they're kind of like a mixed bag and i love it okay awesome so you should watch them because uh it's just entertaining stuff yeah the next thing that i'll talk about is uh, a channel called john boy media which is like okay, it's another baseball channel, but hear me out. It's very different from Foolish Baseball. I intentionally did not watch any video game related stuff for this reason, and you had two baseballs. I gave you one. Yeah. And I watched this one okay. because this is very different. These videos are very short. They're like a minute and a half to two minutes, and they just break down shitty plays. And what he does, it's hysterical. It's a it's a comedy channel, and what he does is he uh he like. If there's a fight on air, he, uh, on on in in the game, he'll like break it down. He'll like read people's lips and see what's happening and stuff like that. So if you're into baseball, if you're into laughing at baseball players and stuff, he does a lot of really good stuff. So I really Nito. recommend that. Yeah, that's cool. I'd I, I, I'd actually watch that. It's so funny. You should send so, me that one. I well, listen. I wanted. I didn't know it existed at the beginning <laughs> of the week. All right. Next up is the King of Random, which. Uh, Okay. As to be understood, do very interesting and random uh, type stuff. But uh, basically imagine... Are they royalty? No. Oh. Basically imagine uh, every weird thought you've had in your head, like, hmm, I wonder what happens if you fry a watermelon. Like, if Can't you, say that's ever come across have, my head. <laughs> if you've acted on those super, like, weird and strange thoughts. Like, they just experiment and do interesting things okay. to see what happens. So it's kind of like a science channel. Yes. It's like science, but, like... A lot less sciency and more just like we're gonna put aluminum in a, in a microwave, but like you know, less obvious than that. <laughs> I love it. That's actually that's actually really cool. Kind of like MythBusters. Yeah, it's fun to it's fun to see, and you know, just uh, just interesting to interesting to watch, just to see what happens. And they they have like actual like informative tutorials type stuff too. Okay. Um. So it, it's it's like a mixed bag of of cool stuff. It's fun to watch. Awesome. All right. I'll check them out. And the next two that I watched, I'm going to uh, announce at the same time. Great. Uh, I decided to actually become informed about things that I've heard for a very long time. Ah, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I checked out PewDiePie and T-Series. Now. Do you want me to try to explain the, the beef, kind most of? Most of you. Yeah. Probably, especially anyone who's in the social media and YouTube space has probably heard of one, if not both of these uh, channels. Mm-hmm. So... Essentially, 
PewDiePie it ha- currently, I think he still currently has the most subscribers on YouTube. I think by far still. No, it's not by far anymore. It's very close. Who's 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 catching up? T series. That's oh. what the beef is. Oh yeah. It's like uh, so. PewDiePie has been on for a very long time. He started out as a Let's Player. I don't think he's technically anymore a Let's Player. No, he just kind of does whatever's in the moment, whatever's fat, whatever's yeah. a fad. So, um, my understanding is, based off of reading one Wikipedia article, so this could be this could be very wrong, but my understanding is that he was, by far, had the most subscribers on YouTube for a very long time. Yeah, he was at, like, 55, and I think Markiplier was second in tw- with 20 million. Yes, and um, he... So, what happened was... Um, India, the country of India. Yes, I've heard about this. On the Indian subcontinent, doesn't necessarily didn't for a very long time didn't necessarily have a great internet connection, or at least a large portion of the country did not. Mm-hmm. Um, in recent years, that started to change, and as you, as many of us know, India by far has the most people in the world by any by any stretch. There's a lot of people in India. Yeah. So. Once they started getting the internet and getting access to YouTube, they started checking out T-Series, which is essentially their equivalent of MTV. Yeah. It has it has music videos and, and things like that on it. I think they upload like six videos a day. Right. Like they upload a lot. They, they do more than any like single person could possibly do. Yes. And because it's a record company. Yes. And so they're trying to publicize their own thing. It's not one person doing it. It's an entire company. Uh, PewDiePie is, from what I understand, just a single guy. He, especially, at least when he started, I'm sure now he has, like, an editing crew and, like, yeah. people who, like, help him out. He's gotta. Because, you know, he's huge. Yeah, so there has been a lot of uh, pushback from people that want PewDiePie to stay in the mainstream. Because, partially because I think it just kind of represents Western culture. And he's, like, it's the idea of, like, having not having corporations take over YouTube. But PewDiePie is a corporation. That's my thing. It's, like, that doesn't make sense anymore because PewDiePie makes an ungodly amount of money now. I think they see uh, corporations as, like, people who use their corporate power to get started and, and rise up in YouTube. Where PewDiePie's a guy who started out just like any other guy, and he got lucky in a bunch of different ways, Mm -hmm. but he still, like, rose as, like, just one guy, and he made it super far, which is why I think people, like, want him to stay at the top just because, you know, Mm -hmm. in comparison to an entire company uh, catching up where it's, like, no one else has those resources. Yes, I I guess so. It's just a matter of I don't think that – I don't think that it's that clear – that's that's clear cut. I don't think you can make the argument that PewDiePie is still a small business or a single individual. Well, no, anymore. I'm not saying that he's yeah. he's still that. I'm saying that you know the YouTuber dream <laughs> is to you know to to be that to yeah. start out as just one person mm-hmm. and to grow yourself into a, a huge company in a way that's just not really been done before. It's almost an American dream kind of thing. Even yeah, though it's like Sweden. it's like the real American dream. Yeah. It's like one that can be a- achieved actually. So, one so I'm not here to make an argument for T-Series or PewDiePie at all cuz believe it or not, I could not give less of a shit about who has more subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> but uh, I decided to kind of look at the two channels. Yeah, what do you think of both of them? Um PewDiePie, I don't understand how he got popular at all. Uh, because this man, like I said, is the most popular YouTuber on the planet. And his video, at least the one that I saw, was just plain lazy. It was him talking about... I checked the video that he had pinned on top of his channel. The channel, the, cha- the video that he wanted everyone to see first. The one that he's most proud of. And it was called, I Broke My Ass. 
and it was an 11 minute video talking about the time that he fell on a boat and broke I assume his coccyx but he didn't say that for sure um and it was just like I was so disappointed because I was like this is the king of YouTube and he just kind of sat in a chair didn't change his perspective he doesn't care he doesn't give a fuck and the editing is he lacks all discernible charisma like he is not an entertaining person to look at well he used to be that's the thing and then when he got you know gigantic it's like you don't have to do that anymore i don't okay compare that to the marvel cinematic universe the single biggest cultural event on the planet that just used their their new funds to do better shit that no one could ever thought that, have thought that they ever would. Well, that probably says a lot about PewDiePie's character. Yeah, he's... Listen, I was just... And his editing... He was sitting in an empty room with, like, empty bookshelves and a single TV. I thought I had to call the police. I thought that he was, sitting, he was like, All being right. held hostage somewhere. And the editing was just... I was very disappointed by him. Not that he will give a single fuck about it. No. But, yeah. Tell me about Nexpo. About T-Series, you mean? T... Oh my god, what what have I done? Yeah. Um objectively better content. Like uh I all of the videos, at least the the videos that I saw were uh music in Hindi, so I didn't know what the what the actual lyrics were or anything like that. But, but the music was... music was good. The videos were well put together. It seemed like they were doing something that, you know, well, I mean, it's a music company, so of course they enjoy music and it, it was just put together with a lot more love. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that PewDiePie deserves to have more followers than anyone else, because what the hell does that mean? I'm just saying T-Series puts out a lot better content, wow. at least at least in the modern moment. You heard it here first, folks. Pro- they probably did not. That's probably been... You've heard it here third, folks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you la- your last two videos? I, I just have one left. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, I did seven, but you, you know, I went first, and then you snuck ahead with You're, two. You did. My bad. So the last one I, I checked out, and I'll just go over this real quick. It's called The Odd Ones Out. Um, 11 million subscribers. I love this YouTube channel. And there you go. Yeah. Anyone who's heard of these guys love them. Yeah. Um, they are, he's an animator. Yes. And he just, uh, animates and talks about, uh, his life and his experiences, how, how he feels. Um, and it's just, he's one of those people who just like knows how to communicate, um, like struggles that everyone goes through. Yeah. Um, he's able to just communicate the awkwardness of being human just the 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 things that come with that that's a very good way of putting it yeah he's he's very very engaging and and yeah Yeah. and i i'd never watched uh, any of uh, his videos before and so i was like yeah i'll check it out so love it and i understand what the hype's about and it's like it's damn he's uh doing well good for him yeah he's he's a great guy check him out all right and that's it all right um should we pick from the bucket no Oh. Here you go. <laughs> Play the song. Yeah. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's see what we got this week. We got Weird History. Ooh. I'm actually really excited for this one. So this week's challenge is to research a an obscure, little-known event that happened sometime in history and discuss it on air. That is perfect. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, it's going to be very fun uh, because, you know, 
Humans have been around for a long time. And we've done some weird shit. The weird shit has not started with the internet, no. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be really fun to discuss. So this will be fun. We'll be doing a lot of research and doing a lot of thinking and writing and reading next week. And we will uh, talk about all of that on the air. I'm looking forward to it, Mike. Me too. I am looking forward to it too, Alex. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Wow. 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 Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Wow. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Okay. (laughs) I would do it more, but I'm out of water and I'm thirsty. (laughs) Yeah. The video is all I can go get a drink. Sorry. It's not a video. It's a podcast. It's not a video. We don't put it up on YouTube anymore. We're thinking about, it's just, we're talking about YouTube. Yeah, we have been. Yeah. So speaking of YouTube, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We have our social media down in the description. Please, you know, like us and love us. Click the links, please. Um, We also have a lot of PS2 artists that i always say a lot but it's only two uh, <laughs> artists that help us during the podcast they are fantastic one is adam rudy who uh does all of the music and all of the jingles that you hear throughout this podcast please give him a follow a like uh whatever show him some love his information is in the description below we also have a <clears throat> winston we have winston davis who is our artist who does all of the podcast art uh if you like that if you like what you see please give him some love as well do it Yes, please do. We also, I assume, will link all of the uh, YouTube accounts for every single uh, YouTube channel that we discussed and watched during the week. Their, all their information is in the description below, too. Do them. Do... Uh, I Click them, more, more specifically. But yes. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please leave us a rate and review, regardless of if you loved us or hated us, because we want to improve, and also it helps the podcast grow. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next week, don't forget to challenge yourself. And do the things that are trying things new, unless you don't, but do. Remember to click like and comment and subscribe and subscribe for more videos, because I'm uploading every day. Until next week. It's-